It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, your team every day. That's what we do here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure to watch the show and subscribe to the show over on our Locked On Panthers YouTube channel. You can also check us out wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the rest. Just make sure to rate review, and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of the Locked On Panthers podcast and all of your favorite podcasts, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter at Julian Council, where every single Friday I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions here on the show. To participate in this week's edition of the weekly Friday mailbag on Locked On Panthers, either at me at Julian Council on Twitter or DM me at Julian Council over on Twitter. But again, first, make sure to click the follow button at Julian Council over on Twitter. You think you uh, now know what my Twitter handle is? I would hope so. Um, We're in that time of the year, of course, during training camp. Panthers just concluded day six on Tuesday. We are at that time of the year where a lot of folks are getting pretty hyped up about certain players and their performances and wondering, is this real or is this fake? It feels like right now for the Carolina Panthers – one player in particular, it might be real. And that player is C.J. Henderson. He's getting, been getting a lot of buzz lately, especially on Monday when Steve Smith Sr. was on WFNZ with my buddy Kyle Bailey and talking about how C.J. Henderson is someone who's standing out in camp. He's locking everyone down, even his boy D.J. Moore. And that got a lot of folks I saw on social media on Monday excited about what this secondary could look like in 2022. If you remember a couple weeks ago when I did my position breakdowns, the question of that show was, can the Panthers secondary be elite in 2022? We saw what JC Horn looked like through those 10 quarters last year against the Jets, against the Saints, and in that sec in that first half against the Houston Texans. No one was getting anything off of him. Can we expect him to play like that for a full 17 game season? 
that would be unrealistic. But can he still be an elite player at that position in due time? Absolutely. And that's why the Carolina Panthers spent the eighth overall pick on him opposed to drafting Mac Jones or Justin Fields when they absolutely could have taken a quarterback in that situation because they believed in J.C. Horn. They had every defensive player on the board back in 2021, but they decided that the J.C. Horn out of South Carolina, that was the guy that they felt would fit their brand of physical football. He could come in here and be a lockdown corner. And through the first 10 quarters of his career, he was doing that. Now, the hope is... And J.C. was still out there in individual drills on Tuesday, along with being on the the stationary bike. He's not ready to go yet. They're going to take their time with him. He spoke to the media as well. We'll get into his comments a little bit later on on the show. But he's someone, if he's healthy, he can be a dog. And we saw what Dante Jackson looked like last year when he was healthy. One of the big knocks on Dante had been him not being coachable early on in his career. That's not been an issue since Matt Rule and his coaching staff have come in here with Evan Cooper and now with Steve Wilkes. That's never been an issue. And in the last couple of years, it's been injuries, but he's played really well. He's been a willing tackler in the run game, which was also something that people talked about that was a, a weakness for Dante Jackson. But Dante, he has his defined role. He's now a leader on his defense. He's a second corner. He's not a, a number one guy, as we saw last year. He's not, he's not that kind of player, but he is someone who oftentimes can find the football like he did in his rookie year, and he did last year in, his, in the desert at Arizona. We had those two interceptions. Seems like every time he goes out to Arizona, Dante finds a way to make plays. So Dante Jackson, J.C. Horn, we feel good about those two guys when they're healthy. The third one was a question mark. C.J. Henderson, the Carolina Panthers, traded for him last year, giving away a third-round pick and Dan Arnold. At the time, it felt very reactionary. And I actually did a show saying, are the Panthers in win-down mode? They're 3-0. and They just lost their first-round pick at corner in J.C. Horn. And now they go out and get another first-rounder from the year prior who's a top-10 guy in C.J. Henderson who just didn't fit whatever the hell Urban Meyer was trying to do down there in Jacksonville. And now he's going to come to Carolina. Can this guy come up and be a very good player? We didn't really see it last year. As we found out, he was battling a shoulder injury, which he had off-season shoulder surgery on that. He had to fit into the mold of what they wanted him to do. Remember that first week he was in Carolina, he was thrown out there in a select few packages against the Dallas Cowboys after being here for three, four days, which was a trend for Carolina as they did the same thing to Cam Newton, had a bigger impact, at least in that Arizona game, than C.J. Henderson had against Dallas, but we never really saw a ton out of C.J. Henderson. Now, knowing that he had the injury and, of course, having to acclimate to a new system and a new team and a new city, it's never easy for anyone. But now, it seems that C.J. Henderson is comfortable and he's happy here in Carolina. One thing you never saw when he's in Jacksonville or when he came here last year, because his introductory press conference was um, dull, if that's the best word. It, it was... Uh, you wanted to give the guy a hug because you wondered, like, are you okay, my guy? Are you happy? Are you is everything all right? Like, do do you need anything? But on Tuesday, when he spoke to the media, he was smiling. He seems to be feel comfortable within his own skin in this offense and Matt Rule and this defense. Excuse me. And Matt Rule said that CJ really started to come out of his shell during OTAs. That his personality emerged, and not only is his personality emerging, but his talent is emerging. He has great speed. Apparently, he's out there making play after play, and I'm excited to think about what this could look like. And according to Matt Rule, when all three of them are healthy, CJ, Dante, and J.C. Horn, CJ and Dante are going to play on the outside where then they move J.C. Horn into the nickel, 
And that's a very good setup there with those three players and a versatile lockdown kind of guy like a J.C. Horn. And think about all the slots in this league and how shifty they become and how talented a lot of these players become. You put J.C. Horn right in there, that's not going to be a problem here in Carolina. And when you look at it, you have three of your top corners on this team. Two of them are top ten picks. The other one, Dante Jackson, is a four-year vet, and it was a second-round pick, and just earned a three-year, $35 million contract. Just looking at that on paper, this should be one of the best cornerback rooms in the entirety of the National Football League. And then looking at what Dante has done the last couple years, what J.C. Horn was on his way to doing last year, and now hearing the reports from C.J. Henderson and Steve Smith, as we know, Smitty's not a guy who's just going to go out there and gas some dude up if he didn't really believe it. The day DJ Moore got drafted, he said they finally found someone to replace me. He was right. He was right. And now it seems like he might be right here as we were hearing a lot of positive vibes coming out of training camp about CJ Henderson. And the best thing about this is when you project out, you got this year, which is an important year for CJ Henderson to play at a high level. So the Carolina Panthers come May of 2023 decide, or even before then decide to exercise fifth year option for him for the 2024 season to keep him around for more than just next season. It's important that he plays well and plays at a high level like he apparently he's doing so far in training camp. But also financially, with the Panthers having the three-year $35 million deal to Dante Jackson, that's for this season, that's for next season, and then come the 2024 offseason, if they want to, they can move off of Dante. But either way, you have two guys under cost-controlled first-round rookie contracts with the fifth-year option available. I'd imagine J.C. is going to get it, and it seems like C.J. Henderson is on that trajectory to get his as well. That going along with Dante Jackson, who has a deal that's not breaking the bank, especially when you look at what starting cornerbacks are getting in this league. Now, Dante's not an elite guy, but either way, financially for the Carolina Panthers to keep these three together for the next two seasons, that should be no issue. And even maybe the next three seasons, as long as Dante is on the payroll, that, could not, that should not be a problem. C.J. Henderson, he should be up for a new deal come the 2023 offseason, or sorry, next offseason, 2024, and then that deal will come up. It's like next offseason, 2023, he exercises fifth-year option if he proves to be that kind of guy, and then he plays that season the next year after his fourth year, that's when you want to extend him. In the same way, like with Brian Burns, this is coming offseason, that's when you want to extend him. Same thing they did with D.J. Moore. That's how you want to do this deal here in Carolina. So Henderson's not up until 2024. And then Horn is not going to be up until 2025, but his deal is not going to kick in until 2026. Same thing with C.J. Henderson. His deal won't kick in until 2025 when Dante Jackson is off the books. So you can keep these three guys for the next three seasons, this year, 2003 and 2004, with Dante being the only one making big money. And then in 2024, that's when C.J. Henderson will be making a fifth-year option. This sounds like a perfect scenario for the Carolina Panthers. And to me, for the team that was as good as they were last year, Second total defense. Yes, they struggled in the red zone. They struggled with takeaways. But getting C.J. Henderson in that secondary, comfortable and healthy and ready to go, is what can take this defense from good to great. What Matt Rule was talking about last week. Better in the red zone. Well, you have another corner. You have three guys that you feel really good about. You should be just fine when it comes to red zone defense. And then having a ball hawk like J.C. Horn, like what Dante has been able to be, and it seems like C.J. Henderson is growing into, that's going to lead – to more turnovers this upcoming season. So right now, looking at it, C.J. Henderson might be the key to allowing this team to go from good to great defensively and another element 
to this all is about is allowing the defenders, like the edge rushers, like Brian Burns, like Frankie Louvu, like Marquise Haynes, like all the rest that are going to play that role to replace Hassan Reddick, that's going to allow them to pin their ears back and get after it. It's going to allow Phil Snow to send the blitz, to not be concerned about what's going on on the outside. That was a problem we saw back in 2020 when the Panthers couldn't get off the field, which is one of the main reasons why they drafted J.C. Horn eighth overall that 2021 draft. They needed a corner who could help them get off the field. Now they should have three, and that should allow them to get in those third and long situations and allow them to pin their ears back and send the dogs, and I cannot wait to see what this defense can look like now that C.J. Henderson seems to be coming into his own and is now finally here comfortable in Carolina, and according to Steve Smith Sr., is locking everyone down in Spartanburg right now during training camp. Of course, we can't go a day without talking about the quarterback competition, and according to someone... Well, not someone. According to Ellis Williams over at the Charlotte Observer, Baker Mayfield strung together back-to-back good days and might be trending towards being the guy here in Carolina. Who would have thought? We'll talk about that more and more in just a moment here on Locked on Panthers. Life is full of twists and turns, and it's important to show up for yourself through it all. BetterHelp Online Therapy will assess your needs and can match you with your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. Sometimes we all need somebody to talk to and should never feel ashamed to go out there and do it. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online, available to people worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you don't have to be on camera if you don't want to. And getting therapy every Every week is as easy as a few easy clicks on your laptop or phone. With therapy, you can take a few tries to find the right fit. But with BetterHelp, they make it easy and free to change a therapist if you need to. It's more affordable than a traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. BetterHelp is a great way to invest in yourself. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. And they have a special offer for my listeners right now. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn. That's 10% off your first month of online therapy at BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It's good that we have things like C.J. Henderson to get excited about because we still have to go through this uh, quarterback battle for whatever reason. We talked about this the other day. Why is Sam Darnold still getting first-team reps? It seems in a way that Matt Rule and this organization want to find a way to get Sam Darnold to be the starting quarterback. But they also know that they need a win this year, especially Matt Rule if he wants to keep his job for the 2023 season. And the best opportunity they have to win is with Baker Mayfield. And according to Ellis Williams of the Charlotte Observer, covers the Carolina Panthers, he's been down there in Spartanburg uh, for training camp the last couple of days, of course, as that's his job. Uh, he was writing on Tuesday that it seems like there might be a little bit of separation 
as the quarterbacks had kind of gone from one plays well that one day, the other plays better the next day, and just kind of flip-flopping in the same way how Matt Rule has been. Hey, Samuel with the ones today, Baker with the twos today, Baker with the ones today, Samuel with the twos today, that whole flip-flop. Apparently that's been the same case, but on Tuesday and on Monday, Baker Mayfield apparently has played better, has outperformed Sam Darnold. Shocker in the offense over the last two days and I don't think that should surprise anyone at all and Baker Mayfield he's talked to the media on Monday and he talked about how he was feeling more comfortable in the offense and well that would make only some sense considering that he had only had four practices prior where he had been in Ben McAdoo's scheme he had been working out with his his wide receivers his running backs and everyone in this Carolina Panthers offense he's still trying to learn these guys and meet these guys and and understand everybody and try to lead them it's hard to do that if you don't know the people within that locker room so only in due time I felt that Baker Mayfield would eventually take over the starting role now that's not happening just yet Matt Rule is still going to drag his feet on this and let the situation play out as he said to us last week as a major coach speak don't think anyone really should gotten upset about it but I know people want to be mad about everything Matt Rule says he it's, it's not his job as he says to choose a starting quarterback it's a player's job to go out there and win the job yada 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 what that we all know what that means it's going to be fairly obvious who the starter should be and who the guys gravitate gravitate towards in that locker room it's going to be very obvious to everyone who the starting quarterback should be at this point in time, all of us think it's going to be Baker Mayfield and think it should be Baker Mayfield. Maybe not all of us. I'm sure there's still people out there who think that Sam Darnold's better and that Sam should be the guy. And, hey, power to them if they believe in that. And hopefully, for their sake, they're right. But hopefully for the rest of our sakes, so we can move off of that and actually get Baker Mayfield to be the starting quarterback and get him as many reps as possible before week one against the Cleveland Browns in the revenge game of the century, as I'm going to dub it. From now until they finally play that game on September 11th next month for week one of the NFL season. So Baker apparently playing better. We'll see how it pans out. Matt Corral still out there getting the scraps, hoping to win the quarterback job. And then Matt Rule, not mentioning P.J. Walker at all. I was listening to WFNZ this morning or on Tuesday morning, listening to uh, Mac and Bone and Matt Rule is up on there with them. They were talking about the quarterback situation. He had brought up Matt Corral, he brought up Sam Brown, had brought up um, Baker Mayfield, no mention of P.J. Walker. So if you needed any more evidence that P.J. Walker was on the outside looking in, well, Matt Rule neglecting to mention him in that quarterback room go right there and tells you uh, how things are going to pan out. Now, there's been a kind of a quiet camp for a few guys. P.J. Walker, it's been quiet. Not getting a ton of snaps. No one's really thinking about him. He's an afterthought. Maybe the Panthers can ship him off and get something for him. Uh, maybe a seventh-round pick. We'll see how all that plays out over the next couple days and weeks and maybe the next month or so. Um, but also someone who's kind of had a quiet camp has been Robbie Anderson. You know, that was someone I was very interested to see, like, what his training camp would be like. I think he spoke to the media one time uh, last week. Robbie never really has anything to say anyways. It's pretty much a useless exercise. But still, haven't heard a ton out of Robbie Anderson until Tuesday was – Apparently the play of training camp so far when Baker connected on a 50-yard post route to Robbie Anderson who dove for it, laid out. And Robbie's someone who said he's got a lot to prove. He talked to Josina Anderson from CBS Sports on Monday in the, in the Wofford College gym as I guess it was raining down there in Spartanburg. And he was talking about his motivation and how he's ready to go this year and how he's ready to kind of prove himself. And he, he's, he's changed his name. It's no longer uh, with the Y. It's an IE, and he's now has changed his number as well. He's back to number three. It says it looks, it looks a lot sexier than what number 11 looks like. P.J. Walker's now number 11 for the time being, and that won't last very much longer. So Robbie Anderson's got a point to prove. 
it's good to see that he's out there making plays. Another player who's had a quiet camp, that's someone not necessarily quiet, but we just haven't really heard a ton. Uh, but someone DM me the other week or last week was saying, like, where's Terrace Marshall? Why haven't we heard from Terrace Marshall yet with the media and all yada, yada, yada? It's like, well, I mean, Terrace Marshall in the same way for Robbie Anderson ain't going to really say anything anyway. So what's the point? Like, most of these guys don't say anything. Like, Sam Darnold, he doesn't say anything. He might talk longer, but he's saying a lot of nothing in these press conferences. Like, we don't get much of anything unless it's Brian Burns. Or like Jeremy Chin's usually pretty good. I mean, Dante, he's good. But a lot of these guys don't really want to do it. I understand it. They don't give you anything. They're not going to want to give you anything anyways. Uh, it would be nice for the fans so that uh, the media could give them what they're saying. But either way, not a huge deal. But Terrace Marshall, apparently, though, is going out there. And it's not just becoming like he's having these moments. Like these, he's not just flashing. That it's apparently becoming consistent. And he was a player that I also highlighted as someone that needed to have a strong camp just based off of not knowing where Robbie Anderson would be physically and mentally, emotionally heading to the season. Like, Robbie's still an important piece, and he has that motivation, which should only be a good thing for the Panthers and obviously for him. But Terrace Marshall has that raw ability, that talent. Like, he's certainly more of a skilled player athletically, especially, than Robbie Anderson. Might not have his speed, but he is fast as hell as well. I'm excited to see what Terrace Rogers can be. And just thinking about how McCaffrey right now, he's healthy. Fingers crossed. DJ's doing his thing. Him and Baker seem to already have a really good rapport so far. Matt Rule tried to downplay it on Monday. No, it, it seems like a thing. And Baker's already he's already on the same wavelength with Rashard Higgins going by Hollywood Higgins. So you got those two guys on the same page. Connects with Robbie Anderson on, on a deep ball. The first deep ball that we've seen in training camp so far on Tuesday. Then you have Terrace Marshall making plays. Four good receivers. You got to feel good about that. Plus McCaffrey. And who knows what they're going to get out of Tommy Trimble this upcoming season. He's a, a, a player that a lot of fans are excited to see about what he could do in this offense moving forward. So the more the day, um, the longer the days, or the, I guess as we go along here, trying to think, um, as we go along here and Baker becomes more comfortable and you see Terrace Marshall being more consistent and Robbie hopefully bouncing back to what he was last year and CMC being healthy and DJ just doing DJ things and Hollywood Higgins doing his own thing. The more excited I get about what this offense could look like this upcoming season, especially knowing that you have the right quarterback and you have plenty of options out there who are ready to step up or bounce back during this 2022 season. Can we just get to the football already? Like it's one of those things where we're 10 days away from the first preseason game. We have football, but we don't really have football. I, I understand that they have the uh, the Hall of Fame game on Thursday. Zero interest in that. Uh, I know that some degenerates out there are going to go out there and bet on it. Use bet online, of course. I won't be watching because I just can't sit there and watch a bunch of third and fourth stringers. Like I love football, but I'm, I'm not like a sicko like that where I'm just like, yeah, feed me the Hall of Fame game where no one's going to play. That's why it's just it's, it's an exciting time of the year. It's just like, man, can we please just get to week one where we actually get to see these guys play? Because even when you get to week two where the starters will play like a series or two, it's not enough. And in the dress rehearsal when they play one half, it's not enough. It's, they give me a full 60 minutes of ones versus ones. Like, that's what I need. But we got to wait. And it's good. We have time because Baker Mayfield needs to get up to speed. And these guys need to stay healthy and keep doing what they're doing because I'm excited to see what's going to happen here over the next couple of days as it seems like Baker is taking control of the quarterback job, which, man, what a shocker there. 
Um, a few more updates out of training camp. Don't have a ton really to go over today. I mean, that's one of the things. Like, I'm, I have my other job at NASCAR, so it's not like I can go down there to Spartanburg and be there all the time. I'm going to try and mix somebody in here at some point on the show that's been down there. I'm still trying to work on something also for Sam Mills in the Hall of Fame. We'll see how that works out. But um, a few more updates from training camp on Tuesday, day six. We'll get into that here in just a moment on Locked On Panthers. BetOnline.net is the fastest and the easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. As we found out on Monday, J.C. Horn came off the pup list, the physically unable to perform list, and he is back out there working out in only individual drills and out on the stationary bike. And the Panthers are going to take it slow with J.C. It's smart. He is still one of their top commodities. And a lot of these guys are assets. It is a business, but also they're more importantly, they're human beings. That's how we should look at them. But still, the organization looks at J.C. Horn as someone who is vitally important to the team's success, especially defensively, as we talked about earlier with C.J. Henderson. If J.C., C.J., and Dante are all healthy, this team defensively can go from good to great. To not even great, man. Let's go to elite. Let's go to being the top cornerback room, secondary unit in the league. And from everything I've heard as well, um, as far as the secondary, because we talked about those three corners, they have that figured out. Um, just looking at the at the safeties, like we know what Jeremy Chin is. Xavier Woods is someone that we didn't really know a lot about. We know he played, at least from what I've relayed to you, and I didn't watch the Vikings play outside of the time they played here in Carolina. Didn't not, never, never even heard of Xavier Woods until he signed here in Carolina. But um, everything I've heard so far is that he is just fit in seamlessly. He missed OTAs because of the birth of his child, missed mandatory minicamp, same case because of the birth of his child, was excused from that. He came in. Showed up on time. He slotted in as the starting um, free safety, and he has been excellent so far. And Matt Rule talked about how when he was talking to some people about Xavier Woods when they were trying to figure out whether to sign him, they were saying how he's one of the smartest football players you're going to ever have. And I guess we've already seen that as he stepped in right away, and he has found a home there at free safety. So to know that you have your top three corners set, you have Jeremy Chin back and Xavier Woods, who – there's a question on him just because we hadn't seen him. That has to make everyone excited about this secondary, not only being going from good to great, but going from great to elite as well in that same process throughout the entirety of this 2022 season. Um, a few more updates, though, as J.C. Horn, you know, he was just talking about how excited he is about what C.J. Henderson has been doing 
and just the prospects of what the secondary can look like. And I think he actually had mentioned um, some of the uh, nuggets there about Xavier Woods. Uh, Keith Taylor sitting there in that secondary. He's going to miss about a week or two of a hamstring strain. Um, he had a noticeable limp on the way to on and off the field today down at Wofford, which is concerning as Keith Taylor is one of those guys that is in a way battling for a job. And Matt Rule talked about the cornerback competition between him and Stan Thomas Oliver and Kalen Barnes, a seven-round pick out of Baylor this past year. Chris Westry, who started a couple games last season for the Baltimore Ravens, how hotly contested that is so far. Taylor, I don't, I'm not worried about him missing – um, not making the team, just considering like what he was able to do when he was called upon last year. And it sounded like he was already making plays last week before they got into pads and all the pads coming on is when it really matters more than last week when they're going through installations and really trying to ramp up the process of a training camp. But Keith Taylor still feels like someone's going to make this team. It's really Kalen Barnes, Stan Thomas Oliver trying to fight for that special team spot. And in whether Chris Westry, who's at 6'4", the, the longest and the tallest in his quarterback room, whether he is going to fit what the Carolina Panthers want to do this upcoming season. And you also have to bring in Duke Dawson, who just signed last week after um, the retirement of Rashawn Melvin. So that's an update there with Keith Taylor and his health. Someone who I don't think anyone really recognized wasn't there was uh, Marquand McCall, the defensive tackle. Apparently he's missed the last couple of days because he's expecting a baby. Uh, not the best time for him. And his, I don't know, his wife's girl, whoever, the mother's child, to uh, be having a baby, considering like he is definitely someone who is not expected to make the roster. At the very least, you'd like to be available to make uh, the practice squad, but he's not available right now. And he'll be someone that's obviously earn his job uh, via preseason game action. So we'll see what happens with that. First preseason game again, not until next Saturday at Washington. So not a huge concern, but also congratulations to him and uh, the mother's child. Uh, for the baby that they're expecting. And hopefully that comes soon so he can get back and he can go out there and uh, feed his family, which I'm sure he'll be able to do either way. Um, and then one other thing, Damian Wilson, we haven't heard from him at all. Uh, he had a legal issue uh, down in, I think, Fort Worth, technically, down in the Dallas area where his, his ex-girlfriend uh, talked about how he had destroyed her property, had threatened her physically, and that is a process still playing out. He was asked by the media about that on Tuesday, and he – just no comment as he can't really talk about an ongoing league matter. Not quite sure what's going to happen there as far as suspension. Again, we had talked to Joe Person about it. He was actually the one asking the question, Joe Person from The Athletic, a couple weeks ago or a month ago, whenever it was, last time we had him on the show, whether that would be something that would keep him out at all. He did not expect it to be the case back then. We'll see how that plays out as the NFL has had uh, plenty of things going on the last two days disciplinary-wise with um, Deshaun Watson on Monday, and that process is probably not over. And then on Tuesday – the owner of the Miami Dolphins, Stephen Ross, being suspended through October 17th and getting a $1.5 million fine because of tampering. And then, allegedly, um, with Brian Flores, you know, the lawsuit that, that started all of this, was claiming uh, racism and, and, um, and discrimination within the workplace and also said that Stephen Ross uh, propositioned him to lose games by paying him $100,000. And in that report, the NFL said that uh, he was just joking. He didn't really mean it, which is just a very interesting way to go about the whole thing. So there's been a lot of disciplinary things going on uh, one at a time. So we'll see if anything comes down there with Damian Wilson and, of course, Shai Smith as well, who's dealing with some drug charges back in his home state of South Carolina. Uh, that's going to wrap up this edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, hosted by yours truly. As always, Julian Council. Again, guys, make sure to watch the show. And subscribe to the show over on our Locked on Panthers YouTube channel. 
can also check us out wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the rest. Just make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a single episode. And be sure to follow me on Twitter, at Julian Council, where every single Friday I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions here on the show. Either at me or DM me at Julian Council to get in there and, an- and ask whatever question you want to ask. And, of course, follow me on Twitter, at Julian Council. In the meantime, take care, stay safe, be cool, be happy, be whole. As always, keep pounding. And I'll talk to y'all on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Talk to you Thursday. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.